Welcome to the 21 Minute Podcast. 21 minutes to encourage your walk with Jesus in 2021. I'm Pastor James from Lakewood Park Ministries in Auburn, Indiana. And this podcast is all about helping you connect to Jesus from where you are to who he is. Welcome back to another 21 minutes of growing closer to Jesus. I'm Pastor Luke. With me is Pastor James. And today we have a special guest on the show, our worship and care pastor, Pastor Scott. Scott, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Luke. It's good to be here. Yeah. Well, well, James, um, let's go ahead and start with you for this episode. Uh, would you mind sharing with us what the topic is for today and why you feel that it would be helpful for us to to do an episode on it. Yeah, we're going to be talking about worship today. That's what we're made for. We're made to worship. We're made to worship Jesus as his followers, as those who have been redeemed by Christ. And so worship is such a powerful expression of gratitude and desire for Jesus. And we see worship all through our life. But one of the things that's so profound in our ministry, that's so enjoyable and in, enlightens us and moves us towards who Christ is, is mm-hmm. when we worship corporately mm-hmm. and specifically in our song worship. And I know for me, you know, Luke and uh, Scott, you know, for me, I've always thought about worship in this thought that there's three things that should be evident in song worship corporately. First is participatory. Mm, yeah. It should be an experience that everybody is welcomed into to worship. Uh, the second thing to me is balanced. You know, there should be nobody that's drawing undue attention to themselves. It should all be together so that people can, again, enter into these thoughts and, and worship of Jesus. And then the third thing, it needs to be truth-driven. Mm. You know, all mm. the th- songs that we sing, we need to really look carefully at those lyrics and make sure that it's teaching the truth about who God is. So we're going to take an episode, and we just want to talk about that. Scott, we're so glad that you're yeah. here to process this with us. Yeah, yeah, it's a great subject to talk about. Yeah. Well, Scott, we, we have some some folks that might be listening um, that don't attend Lakewood Park as their church, and we may have some people that do attend Lakewood Park as their church, um, but maybe haven't been around for a, a terribly long time and are still getting to know us as pastors and our, and our team. And so let's just uh, ask you a couple questions about about you as a worship pastor and and how long have you been leading worship i've actually been involved leading worship since uh probably my senior year in high school so um i was thinking through that and marianne and i were kind of talking last night and i had jotted down like 28 years and she's like how old are you (laughs) so it's actually more like 36 37 years that uh time flies and uh when you stop and think about that so, so. Did, did you always have a, a passion to be a part of a, a, the worship team, or was there something I did. that around I your did. senior year drew you in? It just, I had always had that passion. Um, growing up in the church, my father was a pastor mm. and always actively involved in the church, and uh, I just felt like, you know, God had gifted me with some of these, um, with the singing and, and uh, worship, and uh, just kind of took off and bloomed in my uh High school years mm, yeah. and, and began doing that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, now, now, in high school, did you think that this would be your career? Actually, I did. Yeah, very Probably good. around my yeah. junior year. You know, I, I just felt and sensed that God was leading me in that direction and kind of never looked back, you know, moved forward with that, went to college and uh, and 
Yeah, here I am today, 37 years later. Yeah. yeah. And you're wow. still young, Sky. I'm still young. <laughs> I try to stay young. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, well, that's remarkable, um, that kind of longevity in ministry. You know, it's just, uh, it's increasingly a rare thing to see that kind of uh, mm. duration. And that's really just an encouragement, especially to me as a, as a still on the younger end. Again, not that you're old, <laughs> but I would be on a, maybe a younger that's end true. of our staff, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. How long have you been here at Lakewood Park Baptist Church? Actually, 19 years. 19 wow. years. Oh, yeah. It's wonderful. It, um, almost 20. 2002, we yeah. moved here. Michigan, so. that, yeah. that number is more than James, Bob, and I combined. Hmm. That's impressive. Yeah, Yeah, you stop and think about that. You're right. Yes. The senior ranking member here. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. Um, Well, that's that's great. And I think that that's helpful for... uh, you know, our, our listeners to just get a little bit of a feel of, of the voice that's coming through and talking about this. This isn't um, uh, just any uh, brand new voice, not that youth disqualifies or anything. Um, I want to make sure to be clear on that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but you are seasoned in this. You've been doing this a long time and you've thought a lot about worship. And, and, and when we say worship, we know that all of life is worship. Um, but we, right. we are talking about that, that that corporate aspect of singing together during the gathering of the people uh, of God on, on, you know, a Sunday morning mm-hmm. or, or whenever yeah. that church service is. So, uh, you know, we will use that term interchangeably. And I know that some people want to say all of my life is worship and that is true. All of your <laughs> life is worship, but we are, um, we are talking about that, that singing aspect of worshiping during the, the service. So, uh, biblical support, um, this isn't something that we concocted as the church, uh, but but we we sing together as the people of God based upon what we find in the scriptures. And so, Scott, would you um, maybe just share a little bit for us some thoughts on on how we see corporate worship displayed in the scriptures, Old Testament, New Testament? Uh, yeah. Take us where you'd like to on that. Well, worship is a response, mm. you know. Um, to um, I mean, we're worshiping and giving attribute to who God is, but but it's a response, and we see that so many times in Scripture. And I love to read the Psalms, mm. you know. And if you read, you know, David and uh, just his response, I I looked up, uh, you know, the word "sing" is mentioned like over a hundred times in the Bible, and you see that repeated a lot, even throughout the Psalms. Sing unto the Lord a new song. Um, ascribe worth and glory. Um, you look at, uh, you know, the Israelites and what God did for them and crossing the mm-hmm. Red Sea and, and the Song of Moses. Um, you look at uh, Jehoshaphat. And the singers went out ahead in battle. Um, Paul and Silas in prison singing. You know, mm-hmm. so y- you you read about this in Scripture a lot, and we're we're commanded to sing. Um, and you read that in the Old Testament, you read that in the New Testament, and you talk about corporate worship. You look at even in Ephesians and how we're supposed to, to, to sing together and sing hymns and, and praise songs. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we're prepared for eternity. Yep. And we're going to be worshiping uh, around the throne mm-hmm. um, forever, you know. And I think this is this is our practice time, to, you know, to to do that together. Oh, to, that's a great thought. That, so. You know, one thing I love about what you just said, Scott, with we response. Yeah, we respond to the character of God. Yeah, and that is just a beautiful point you made there. 
that when we are responding to his character, um, how can you not worship? Right. It kind of helps us to put a focus yeah. off of the things we're struggling with, the, yeah. the ways we're seeing ourselves at times, yeah. and respond to his greatness. That's, that's really a great point. Yeah. yeah, when you think about all those attributes, mm. you know, um, yeah. how can you not? Mm. You know, and it's, yeah. you know, we talk about what it looks like to be engaged on a Sunday morning, but just thinking, of, thinking through what God has done for us, mm. you know, we need to respond. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. When I open up chapels, I like to remind the students that, that worship is two things. It's, it's prayer and it's proclaiming. Mm-hmm. Um, prayer, talking about the, the vertical orientation of our worship. Our worship is singing and, and, and declaring who God is, and, and it is a prayerful thing and uh, lifted up towards him. But then it is also a proclamation to one another. Yes. And right. uh, that's why it's important that we're together, because exactly. we are we are singing these this exhortation to one another of who our God is and declaring it as one body um, as we as we do it together. Now, one other thing that I love that, that you mentioned there, Scott, is is David in the Psalms. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was a, a mighty man who mm-hmm. did a lot of killing in the Old Testament. Yeah. Um, more than just the giant. Right. Um, yet he was also... Wasn't it David slain his tens of thousands? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Uh-huh. yeah. Um, and, and so... A manly man, for sure, but he would still write poetry and songs yeah. and sing it and lead the people in singing it. Yes, and, and and so as I just think about like as as guys gather, sometimes it can be, you know, guys can be a little bit more. David reluctant. even danced. Yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> can we make that happen on Sunday yeah, days? Hey, I mean, we are in a Baptist church, but let's just blow that. Misconception out of the water. Baptists can dance. That's right. We're responding to the greatness yes. of God. Yes. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I think I think even the scriptures lay it just a beautiful oh, yeah. precedent for for manly men singing to God. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And it doesn't matter what is going mm-hmm. on in our life. Look at Job. Yeah. And his response yep. too was worship. So. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's just, that's just a great survey of of the scriptures' uh, example and also exhortation uh, for for worship. Uh, let's let's try and, and uh, talk a little bit about how the biblical example that we see in some of those references uh, that you mentioned there, Scott, how they how they fit into our present context, twenty first century America, American church. Um, and so let me just ask you some questions here and allow you just to respond as, as we look at the scripture as our, as our guide and source and then try to put those biblical principles into practice in our current day. And so um, here's the qu- first question for you. What is the job of the worship pastor? How would you respond to that? That's a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> Changes after every staff meeting, right? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I mean, it's a big responsibility. Yeah. You know? To uh, and it's it's not an easy job, you know. When you're looking at, I mean, I think you have to look at the whole makeup of your congregation, mm. um, you know. And just like we talked about all the different uh, examples in the Bible mm-hmm. and people coming together and worshiping, um, the goal is to allow that to happen and to make that space where we come in on Sunday mornings. And allow people to have their hearts open and and to sing and to worship the Lord. So, I mean, there's a lot of preparation that goes into that, you know, because uh, 
you know, I've had people ask me, you know, what do you do all week? You know, and, uh, you know, I know me, I only work like two hours. Yeah. James shows up and does a 45 <laughs> minute message. <laughs> you run a couple songs and then, uh, then we call yeah. it, call it a week. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. The, I mean, there's just a lot in going to putting the service together, mm. um, because you want to, I mean, it's, it's great working with James and, uh, and taking the scripture and, and trying to even, even connect that have some connection points that doesn't always have to connect mm-hmm. um but you know the, there's taking time to pray mm-hmm. you yes. know and seeking yep. what when what, what do you want for us this week lord you yeah. know in, in the service and you know what direction should we go and uh, and looking at where the congregation's at and what's going on in people's lives mm-hmm. and what's going on around us mm-hmm. or in our culture. Um, but, yeah, it's taking that time and being sensitive to, to the Lord's leading, mm-hmm. you know, in planning all that out. Um, there's a lot of logistic things that happen, um, even with rehearsals and um, making sure all of those things are in place, the right people are in the right place. Um, when you're working with a whole team, Yep. You know, there's mm-hmm. there's that whole responsibility there. You're responsible for them as well in in many different aspects. Mm. So that's uh, filled with a lot of wisdom. The things that you said and and the, the encouragement that I take away from hearing you talk there, Scott, is is really I I, I, I heard you sharing the heartbeat of a pastor mm. in that um, it's not enough to just be a musician right to right. be in this yeah. role. Um, I love how you you talked about the the significance and the importance of knowing what's going on in the life of the body and the life of the believers, what challenges, trials, temptations, struggles are there, and how can you um, put together uh, a, a, an experience on the Sunday morning that will lead and draw their hearts, no matter what's been going on in their week, into a place of praising God and rejoicing in Him. Mm-hmm. That was uh, really well said. I'm encouraged by that. Thank you. And let me just add in, yeah, please. You know, Scott, you are our care pastor as well. Yeah. And yeah. so I, you do an awesome job yeah. just caring for people's yeah. uh, souls and where they're at. And so I think a lot of that dovetails in beautifully going to your point, Luke, yeah. you know, and how that comes out in our worship mm. experience. Well, it's neat to even see, even as you, um, as we worship on Sunday morning and you look out in the congregation and you may see someone and I know maybe what they're going through, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but they're, but they're standing there and they're worshiping mm-hmm. and they're singing. That's beautiful. You know, in yeah. spite of their situation. Yeah, that is a beautiful yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so that's a little bit of, of, of your um, understanding of your role. Uh, now let me flip the coin here and, and ask you this question. What should the believer who comes on a Sunday morning, uh, they're going to give an hour, hour and a half, whatever the time is, uh, they're going to come uh, and give that time to, to what's happening here. What is a, a proper expectation of the believer when they come in and spend the first section of time singing songs? What, what are they looking to receive from that? Well, first of all, um, I mean, I think with the, with the body coming together is an encouraging thing, mm. but it's not a spectator thing. And I think so many times in our culture today, uh, worship can become a spectator event, mm. and it's not. You know, again, when we go back to the response, um, it doesn't matter what our week has been like. We're here together, and we are here to celebrate. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that it... it uh, it should be it's it's obviously an overflow yeah you know our whole life is a worship but we need to uh we need to participate Mm -hmm. you know 
And if I could just say, I know I, yeah. for our auditorium, you know, we, we like to create an environment. You know, we do yeah. that. And we've yeah. just done a really great job. And Scott, I want to say thanks again for your work and the work of the team, just really kind of re um, making our redoing our auditorium, really mm-hmm. making it look different. And it's, we want an environment. Sure. But, you know, I've, I guess I've always been one to say, I don't want total blackout, you know, and, mm-hmm. and just the stage, because to me, yeah. We need to see each other to a certain degree. And that doesn't yeah. mean we wouldn't work with some lighting, you know? I mean, right. We do, we, do, right. we do that. But, you know, I right. love our auditorium where we have the stained glass and the beauty of, yeah. especially on a sun, sunny morning on a Sunday, yeah. it's just, just bursting through that, the light yeah. of the, those window panes. Well, your and atmosphere needs to be inviting. It needs to be inviting and yeah. it needs to encourage the fact that it's good. Right. Mm. That we're here together and that exactly. we're seeing each other and that we are yeah. responding yeah. to Jesus. Yeah. 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 Well, let's uh, maybe carry on with this, um, uh, just the trajectory we're, we're on here, and, and let's let's look at some practical reflections for the believer who's, who's listening here, um, whether at Lakewood Park or not, um, just uh, for you, Scott, to have an opportunity to shepherd believers uh, to, to engage in singing and worship on uh, Sunday mornings. Uh, let me ask you this question, is posture an important thing, and, and why or why not? Well, I think posture is... Uh very important. You know, we see uh, in Scripture all different, uh, whether it's bowing, whether it's raising your hands, whether it's shouting, singing, clapping hands. I mean, I think, I mean, it goes back to the heart. I mean, the heart, where our heart is at, and, uh, you know, the purpose that we're there, are we engaged, and we want to worship God, and mm-hmm. we're, we're going to put all these other distractions away. Um, but, you know, we're coming into his presence. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. what, what is that going to look like, you know, when we're in, again, when we're in yeah. heaven and when yeah. we're worshiping? Mm-hmm. Again, we are rehearsing that down here. So I, we shouldn't take that lightly. Yes. You yeah. know, as we worship, we need to, we need to really think that through and yeah. prepare ourselves when we come in, yeah. you know, and there's different ways and, and different postures to do that. Yeah. But we are worshiping the almighty God, Amen. you know, and he's Amen. our Lord and savior Amen. and the posture so. of the heart, which is what you just yeah. said. I, yeah. you know, when Jesus talked to the woman at the well in John four, he said, this, the father's looking for those who worship in spirit and in truth. Exactly. Yeah. He's moving the, the focal point of where worship is in a, in a temple setting. Mm. And for the believer, the focus and the, in the location of worship is now in the heart. Right. What a beautiful, beautiful expression to be able to worship there in this posture. And, yeah. you know, sometimes the posture will be to raise hands. Right. Uh, sometimes it might be to maybe bow, but yeah. that heart is most important. I've seen some believers who I know are passionately worshiping, yeah. Yeah. but their hands aren't up. Yeah. They aren't doing anything externally expressive. Right. But it always is about that heart. And we encourage sure. participation. I mean, can you worship and not sing? Well, you can. Yes. You know, we highly encourage everyone yeah. to, to be an active part. But that would be a point of participation. Exactly. So I think singing is <laughs> exactly. a good thing you should be doing. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, let yeah. me ask you just one more quick question. Yeah. We just have a little bit of time here left. But would, would you maybe just say a word or two on music preference? Um, so this church does this music, and I like that better. This church doesn't do this music, whatever. Um, what would be your wisdom and the way that you would shepherd people on how to approach and respond to a particular congregation's Yeah, uh, I mean, I think, I think you do have to look at the makeup of your congregation. And I think one of the dangers is um, th- that we should not fall into is trying to be somebody else. Hmm. You know, um, I think a lot of 
you know, with culture today and with some of the mega churches and some of the, the worship artists, it's all great, yeah. you know, but we don't just try to imitate that. Mm-hmm. And I'm the person, I like all styles of music, you know, and I think we, we, we need to watch and we need to be open, you know, to, to, to different styles. We all have our preference, but mm-hmm. it's, it's about coming together as the body and singing and worshiping him, yeah. you know, and it's not about just what I want today but it's about the whole body Uh, that's good and that truth-driven aspect you know exactly the the lyrics no matter the style very important very important are are doctrinally right are drawing us to the greatness of god yeah yeah Yeah. and it's time for our buzzer beater and so scott since you're our special guest we are going to ask you the question and here it is for you what song has been particularly significant to your life and why Probably one of my greatest favorite worship songs is Great Are You, Lord, by mm-hmm. All Sons and Daughters. And it refers to, you know, it's his breath in our lungs. Mm-hmm. God has created us, made us in his image, mm-hmm. made us to worship him. He's given us that opportunity. How can we not respond uh, and use great. what he's given us in that's that? Great. So that's I, I love that chorus. And maybe we'll uh, go ahead and link uh, the YouTube video. Yeah, that's a great um, idea. That one in our show notes. And yeah. uh, well, that, that wraps up today's episode. Scott, it was a pleasure to have yes. you. A lot of great well, things and wisdom you. there. Thanks for your ministry, Scott. Yeah, thank you. Welcome. Thank you. And until next time, uh, grace and peace.